New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Michael Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today I'm hosting Dan Millman, and he's the author of The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World. He's also the author of The Peaceful Warrior, which was made into a feature film, which starred Nick Nolte and Amy Smart. Dan, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Hey, nice to be here with sharing some tea in the cafe with you, Michael. Great. It's nice to have you here. You've written so many books. I mean, you've written 17 books. When does it stop? Well, when they stop calling out to me to write them down, uh, I never really set out to write books. Many people may say I'd love to be a writer, but uh, my life just took me in the direction it took me in. And I think, yeah, whether it's 14 or 15 or 17, I, I stopped counting after a point. I just focus on the present book and... Um, it's been a real gift over the years to be able to share with so many people. You lead what appears to be a busy life, teaching, writing, uh, speaking, doing workshops, you travel throughout the world. How do you do all that? How do you manage that? Well, years ago, I learned to juggle, and I teach juggling now at some of my retreats. And it's a great metaphor of life. Uh, even though it appears like I'm throwing three balls in the air, and there's only one at a time. And so uh, what I cover in the four purposes of life, that fourth purpose, attending to this arising moment, it helps to make my life more manageable. When, uh, you know, sometimes we wake up in the morning and we go, oh, I have 50 things to do today. Many people can relate to that idea. But there's only one thing we have to do when we wake up, and that's open our eyes and then sit up. Of course, unless we sleep sitting up, which would save us some time, but then put our feet on the floor and, and then um, go about our day doing one thing at a time. So on paper and looking back, it appears I do many things, but I really only do one thing at a time. So life uh, has become simpler than ever, even as it remains uh, filled with many tasks. So how has your life changed? How has your life been altered as you look at it now from when it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Well, looking out of my own two eyes, I'm, I'm the same. And uh, like anybody, I learned lessons over time. You know, I point out in the four purposes that uh, lessons repeat themselves until we learn them. And if we don't learn the easy ones, they get harder. There's a lovely story about a man who was given a parrot, and he loved the bird. It was a great gift, but but this bird uh, cursed like a sailor, and he tried everything to reform it. And his mother would come over, friends would come over, and the bird would start his, his invective, you know, all these curse words. And so finally, he, he ran out of patience, and he grabbed the bird and shoved him in the freezer. And he heard cursing and squawking inside the freezer. And um, But then there was dead silence, and he was worried maybe he hurt the bird. So he opened the door, and the bird hopped on his arm, walked right up on his shoulder, and said in his ear, you know, I realized, I had a realization in the freezer there that uh, my behavior needs to be changed, and I vow to do better with my language in the future. And I'd like to ask your forgiveness. And 
the parrot's friend said, well, that's, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. And then the bird said, by the way, while I was in the freezer there, I noticed you had a chicken wrapped up in there. Can you tell me what the chicken did wrong? You know, in other words, <laughs> the bird wanted to learn the easy lessons. You know, he didn't want to learn the hard one. And so I continue to learn lessons. I hope the easier ones. That's one difference in my life. I'm ready to, to listen and make changes if possible. Change is difficult. And uh, even small things make a big difference. So I think it's, it's good. I feel very pleased even if I make a small change. It took me years, for example, to realize my, my wife, my dear wife, Joy, was not criticizing me. She was improving me. And so she offers many opportunities to, uh, to make small improvements in life. So my life goes on as a human being on planet Earth, not in the role of teacher or writer. But speaking of roles, it is an interesting phenomenon. I have to share something pretty personal with you. That where I go to speak, many people have heard of me. Uh, I've developed over time. They've read some of my books. You know, there's that pedestal tendency to put teachers up on. And uh, I, I don't see myself up there. But it's very strange because I'm a little funnier when I'm with groups of people and, I'm, and people pay better attention. So the other day, my wife and I went out with some people we knew. Our, our children went to school with their children. And they were treating me normally. They didn't know what work I did. They, they'd heard I wrote books, but they'd never read any. And I wanted to go, don't they like me? <laughs> because they were treating me normally. And I, I got a bit of empathy on what it must be like for people who are actual celebrities, you know, actors and politicians. They get treated differently. And it's not a healthy thing. And I'm not saying I'm more humble. You know, I, I used to be more humble, but then I came across a quotation by Golda Meir. It said, don't be so humble. You're not that great. <laughs> Made a lot of sense to me, you know? Yeah. So that's what's going on in my life. I continue to learn life's lessons while I'm doing my public work of teaching and speaking. Well, you mentioned change, and uh, we certainly live in, in challenging times and changing times. I'm wondering, as someone who travels the world and familiar with other cultures and the work you do, as you look at the, the current worldscape, what do you see? Yeah, that question about how can we be happy when so many things are going on in the world and wars and revolutions and changes and people dealing with food shortages and so on. And um, when I ask people, do you think this is a violent world? Many people, oh, yes. And I go, well, have you, within your own physical eyes, in your immediate environment, have you seen violence? Most people, 95% or 98% will go, well, no, I actually haven't seen any myself. But I say, but you saw it on TV, you read about it in the newspaper. And people blame the media. They say the media is negative. It focuses, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. You've heard that, you know, about titles. But actually, if our body feels good, but we have a sore elbow, where does our attention go? To the elbow. And the media points out the sore spots on planet Earth. That's what it does. But we must mistake the media for reality, for our immediate reality. The fact that we know everything going on in the world today, of course, we're going to hear about many difficulties. There was a woman in New York who told me she could see one of the trade towers falling on 9-11 from her balcony, but she didn't believe her eyes. So she ran inside and turned on the television to see if it was real. And that, that's a measure of our world today. Everything's through the media. So it's important to step back, I find, in my own life and look around, listen to the birds singing. And yeah, the problems, maybe there's traffic problems or other things I have to deal with in my life. 
But I think this idea of with all the things going on, we can't keep track of all the things going on in the world, nor can we change them or impact them. But what we can do is say a kind word to people around us. We can take a deep breath. We can relax our bodies. And we can serve those around us and do the best we can moment to moment. These are things within our control, and that's what I practice. Recognizing that none of us can really predict the future, I'm wondering from your perspective, if we were to fast forward to the year 2020, what would you like to see the world be like in 2020? Well, that's a very interesting question, but I think it it is not something I would really try to try to say because, I mean, what I would like, of course, I could say world peace, a more peaceful world, the usual kinds of things that everybody wants. But I have such profound trust in the world as it is unfolding. I believe that it is unfolding exactly as it should, whether we can see it or not. Um, there's a sense of destiny of evolution. It's beyond good or bad. You know, Rumi, that uh, familiar quote out beyond right doing and wrong doing, there's a field, I'll meet you there. I believe in that. So I can only say I trust that the world is unfolding as it should. I remember at the very end of the four purposes of life, there is a quotation, a little epigraph that I put in, and I think this might be a good thing to share in response to that question. Socrates, my old mentor, once said, when I was young, I believed that life might unfold in an orderly way according to my hopes and expectations. But now I understand that the way winds like a river, always changing, ever onward, following God's gravity toward the great sea of being. My journeys reveal that the way itself creates the warrior and that in the fullness of time, every path leads to peace and every choice to wisdom and that life has always been and will always be arising in mystery. And that's what I think will be happening in a number of years, continuing to arise in mystery, unfolding as it will. It's a great way to go out. Dan, I want to thank you for being on the New Dimensions Cafe. My pleasure. I've been speaking with Dan Millman. He's the author of The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World, published by New World Library. If you'd like more information about Dan's work, you can go to the website, danmillman.com. And Millman is M-I-L-L-M-A-N. You can also go to peacefulwarrior.com. And you can also get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. My name is Michael Toms. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. I want to thank you for being with us. Please come back again. And don't forget, when you go out there in the world, do something good. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button.
We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.